about to cross over. We about to cross over. We about to cross over. Forward, march. We about to cross over. We about to cross over. We about to cross over. Forward, march. Say. We about to cross over. We about to cross over. Sing forward, march. We about to cross over. We about to cross over. We about to cross over. Sing forward, march. Say. Hey, this is your host, Nasha, and I'm coming to you with episode three. If you haven't listened to it yet, please go listen to the first two episodes. The first episode is all things new. Um, when I talk about the stuff that I'm doing in life and um, how things have changed in my life with Jesus. And then we have the second episode, which is Testimony Tuesdays. And I speak on my beginning, my beginning of what I came through and what and where I'm at now and how Jesus pulled me through. And now this is a special episode because I feel like the Lord is doing something in this season. And this season is called Remove and Restore. And you heard, if you're listening to the um, first two episodes, thank you. And thank you for being here now, listening to me um, talk about the greatness of Jesus. Um, but what I, but you heard me say in those episodes about a lot of things that Jesus have removed and restored in my life. And I want to touch on that a little bit more. Jesus, Father God, what they do is so, so pure and it's out of love. They remove things that's not like them. And they will remove it not only around you, but they will remove those things within you that should not be there. And when they look for these things to remove, it is things that is not like them, which is holy and righteousness. Holy and righteousness is Jehovah and Jesus. They're holy, they're righteous, they're pure, they're good. They're the definition of that and so much more. So when we walk, go on this walk with Jesus, he starts doing surgery on our hearts. He starts working around us. See, when he takes you through this process of doing surgery in your hearts, you start getting emotional. You start getting shaken up. You start going through a path of tears. And be joy, rejoice for those tears because those tears are watering the seeds that Jesus has planted within you. And, and what I mean is, when he's doing surgery in your heart, things in your environment start to shake, and things start to fall apart. And that could be with people, which can be friends, family, acquaintance, or people that you've known. Or it can be other things, like jobs, money, um, housing. It can be any of those things, even down to pets, you know, like... Some people worship their pets, and and then, you know, things happen. God will remove things that should not be there when it starts to replace him, and things that no longer can serve you on the next journey you need to go. So he will remove you to get you to the place where he needs you to be to execute the will of the kingdom, and it's, it's his perfect will. So you will lose people. But that's not the end, because the ones that you lose, he replaced with better. The things that you lose, he replaced with newer. And it's just a time to rejoice. It's a time to rejoice. And we should look forward to things being removed. He removed so much out of my life. 
first it might be starting with finances maybe it might start with finances maybe you have a thing where you idolize money maybe you have a thing where you have this poverty mindset that does not come from the kingdom and he's trying to get your attention like stop focusing on your pockets and start focusing on the pockets of the kingdom Stop focusing on how you can do it and start focusing on how he will do it. Because we always can do like, we think we can do this. We think we can do that. But no, God can and he will do this. He will do these things for you. You just have to give him your yes and stay focused on him. And and it could be a housing thing. Maybe it could be if you're in an apartment. And it could be people that's there that's coming up against you. Or maybe he want to take you in a house so you can open up a home to someone that's going to need it. Maybe you need a home and he wants you to um, be a foster parent. You know, like, we don't know why God does what he does, but we always know it's for the better of the kingdom. He does these things for his greater reason, and it's always for good. And when he take away, he gives better. He gives more, and it takes our faith and surrenderance to the Father. That I'll trust in your will, do what you please. If things fall apart, I know something else. He got something better coming. If it's down to a car, if you just lost your car, because the car just came to my mind. If you just lost your car, he's going to bring better. And this is not a episode of God is going to bring you all these gifts and stuff. It's... This is not that episode. <laughs> this is not that episode to hype you up with gifts. Because understand me, that stuff comes with God. He is a giver. He gives. He's a caretaker. He's a father. So is Jesus is a king. What do you think kings do? Take care of the people. So it's not something to look forward to. You just know, oh, that is a blessing. That is That's something that is a given. It's, uh, it's equivalent as a rich kid being born in a rich family. You don't just seek, they don't seek their parents for things, 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 things. They know it's a given. They're going to ask for it, and it, here you go. Same with God. We ask he's going to give it. We don't seek God for things. We seek God for God. Not for things. I want to make that very clear. These things are clear. And, and when it says, like, a car, let, let's say you, you lose a car, and he gives you a truck, and he wants you to transport people, random people coming up to you, like, can I get a ride? I, I live here. Oh, I'm trying to get here. I have nowhere to get there. You have a car. Drive them. So we don't know why Father does what he does. I, he's going to do it for his will. But remember, not even things like people, people will be shedded. So that he can bring the people that need to be in your life. Or sometimes Jesus will remove. Sorry. Jesus will remove so that you can focus solely on God. You can focus solely on him. So that you can build that friendship with him. That you can stay committed to the kingdom of the will of the Father. And your focus and priority is Jesus. Your focus and priority is serving God nothing else comes before him so he starts to shut off things and this is something I learned 
when I started walking with Jesus earlier this year in March, he told me then you will lose people and you will lose things. It is a given. And some people stayed and I'm like, oh man, this person's still here. All the other people left, but this person or that thing is still here. And I'm telling you, this year is not even out yet. Nobody is here. I have none of the things I had when I started in this year. None of the people, nothing. It's just me and Jesus. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with just me and Jesus. I've learned so much from him. He has put his place in places where people love, and he's became my friends. He has became my king. He has became my family. He has became my leader. He has became my mentor. He has became everything to me. He's the one I lean on. Because when I lean on him, I also lean on the Father. When I'm seeking Jesus, I also find the Father. They're one and connected. So it's no, they're not a separated thing. When I find him, I also find the Father. When I seek him, I seek, I'm seeking the Father. That's what Father God wants us to do, seek his son, because it's the only way he will listen to us, and it's the only way we are saved from death. Um, I lost everything, but I'm gaining so much more. I don't regret anyone that left. I'm glad. I literally rejoiced last night, because I'm like, wow. God about to move and if they wouldn't have done what they did and the things that I had would have stayed I wouldn't got to this place I would have never met Jesus because to me I would have thought I'm fulfilled I have everything I need he told me quickly that is not the truth it is a lie you don't have everything you need you're lacking you're on the way to the pits of hell you're lacking you don't have me so you don't have everything you need I was like, okay, Jesus, now glory be to God, I'm not on the way to the pits of hell, I'm on the way to the kingdom with Jesus holding his hand, because I, I tell him all the time, if I only have you, I have more than enough, I don't need anything else, I don't need no one else, as long as I have you, and that has been a blessing in my life, is Jesus, so I want to encourage you guys, that this is a seizing of removing and restore. God is going to remove a lot of things. And he's also going to restore a lot of things. Not restoring like restoring old things. He's going to restore with new things. He doesn't go to thrift shops. He doesn't go to the hammy towns. He, he crafted out of his own hands. And he wrapped it up and he handed it to you. God is a new a gift of new it's a new thing, restore and renew. And it's not only what people and things. God has restored me internally. When I thought I was a good person, I actually was bad. When I thought I had good intentions, I actually had wrong intentions. When I thought I was loving, I actually wasn't loving enough. And when I started walking with Jesus and, and craving him, he showed me where I lacked. He start doing heart surgery. This is another part of heart surgery. Not only does he do surgery around your environment and with your heart, start removing things and your heart start going through the emotions. And then he start restoring it. And then you're, you're just going through it. Keep faith. 
keep that faith strong because honestly you read through that bible man and you see these people were going through it and they kept faith like moses god said you're gonna die i'm gonna kill you and moses kept faith and carried out the will of the father there is no excuse excuse to not have faith there is no excuse to not have faith we have to keep faith these these people our ancestors moses abraham and them the real ones They've went through things that we could have never filled their shoes. John the Baptist, the disciples, Paul, Jesus. We could never, ever fill Jesus' shoes. And we can never fill their shoes. But their faith was incredible. And we need to have the faith of them who came before us. This world is not just cars and food and housing. It's so much more than people living in caves, tents, huts, walking on bare feet, Egypt, all the way to Israel, with camels, babies, children. So we need to keep faith um, and our, in God. We need to keep faith when he's removing. And we need to keep Keep our faith when he's restoring. So that means don't only keep faith when you see the good, but keep faith when you don't see the good. Because when the bad start hitting, you know you're under attack, or either you're under attack and God is about to move. Or God is removing things and God is about to move. So just keep faith and trust in him. And like I said, he's do heart surgery on you, and he start changing you internally, making you a better person. You'll still be you, but you'll be you, but Christ-like. And that's okay. He'll start making you love more, have more sympathy, compassion. What are the fruits of the Spirit? Love, joy, patience. Come on out. Peace. Kindness. Gentleness, goodness, faith. And self-control. You'll start to gain those things. And you'll start to be. Different. A better different. Rejoice. Because this is a season of. Removing and restoring. And God is changing everyone. All our lives. All the children lives of the kingdom. Will change in a blink of an eye. By next year, we will all be living a whole different life for the glory and kingdom of God. And when you do, and when I do, we better rejoice and praise Jesus and Father God like we are drunkards at a party. We better praise him because things are changing and new things are coming. Those friendships, new family, new friends, new, new faithful kingdom friends and family, new positions. That he's going to pull you in for the kingdom. New places. New locations. It's all coming into the rapture. So I want to encourage you all to keep faith during the removal and restoring. And recognize it and rejoice. Rejoice. And you shall be fine. Seek Jesus and you shall find God. Shalom.
Ha! 